Okay. Hi, guys. My name is Madison. Welcome back to Madness with Maddie. And this is Season 1, Episode 5. Thank you guys so much for all of the support. It's been flying in, and I can't believe it. I did not think my podcast would be this big. But here we are. I guess it pays off to just be your natural self and just talk. I don't know why people enjoy my talking. I feel like I get annoyed real quick of my voice, but (laughs) thank you guys anyways. So you might be, um, well, you saw the title of this, but today in this episode, we are going to be talking about very deep life questions. I find life questions so interesting to talk about because life is such a spiritual thing to talk about. You know, like we all have so many different opinions on what life is and how life came here. And I think it's just interesting to answer questions about religion and um, life in general. So I thought we were going to kind of dig deep into that realm. So the first question I'd like to bring up, guys, um, is the whole argument of are you personally mostly optimistic or pessimistic? And how does that affect your life? Personally, I think I am mostly optimistic. I think for most of my life, I didn't really have a choice on how I felt. You know, bad things were happening so quickly. And I think all I could think about was how awful all of it was. And I wasn't really understanding how it could ever get better. Um, But as I grew older and life changed very rapidly... Um, I could see that there were better things out there. I think I try to be positive in most situations because thinking of the bad consequences really doesn't help anyone, especially me. I think life is fated and life happens and I don't think there's any point in being pessimistic and dragging everyone else around you down. I mean, even when life sucks, there's always going to be good things. There's no point in only thinking negatively when there is so much more in life to look forward to. It's like extremely difficult, but it's true. There's always good in everything. And sometimes it doesn't feel like there's good. It feels like it's all bad and it, and it swallows you up in one big gulp and you just feel like you are, are worried and you're panicked and you feel like nothing will ever get better. I know I've, I've been in that feeling, um, that time of your life where you feel lost and you don't think there's any way of getting back um, in the right direction. But I definitely think I'm more optimistic and I I look forward to the good because I I know there's good and I know there's good because I've seen the good. seen the bad too and that just makes the good even more good, if that makes any sense. Um, But let's move on um, to a little more of a deeper question, which is, what is your greatest fear? Um, We talked about this a bit in uh, the past episode, episode four, and I talked about my silly (laughs) childhood fear of mascots. Um, But again, like I said, you can have a fear. It's fine to be afraid of things. We should be normalizing that. Um, But I wanted to talk about a fear that I did bring up um, because I do hold many fears, but I think the greatest fear of mine is death. And this is kind of hard to talk about, but 
I think I always think about how selfish that makes me to like be afraid of leaving the earth. I think we all have our time to say and do what we need to. And I think it's wrong of me to long for more even after all of the time I'm given. But life goes by so quickly. You know, I'm already 16, 17. Oh my god, I just said I'm 16. (laughs) See, I'm forgetting my age. No, I'm already, I'm 17 right now. Oh my god. And soon enough, you know, I'll be moving out and getting married and having kids. Um, If I have kids. I'm still debating that. It's like all too fast for me. And like, as I get thinking... I'll soon be lying by myself and I'll be leaving the world forever and it hurts me so much to think one day I'll have no choice but to leave. And maybe it's the fact that I'm young and I haven't accomplished what I want to yet, but dying and and never seeing or or hearing or feeling anything again, it it does make me extremely sad. Uh, It makes me feel powerless and and weak that I'll be forced away from Earth and what I've been blessed with. But I, I think that's why Earth is a gift and our life is a gift. We get this time to do whatever we please, and and then we have to give it up. Some give it up early, when they shouldn't have to. And I'm also just afraid, thinking that I could die at any given moment, even when I'm healthy and strong and happy. You know, we don't control when we die. And and it scares me that I won't pursue and, and say what I need to say on this earth, and I'll just become another number, or another tombstone in the ground. I think the whole point of why I do like life, because... I don't always like it, is that I get to express myself and be and speak and and see all these things. And I'm so grateful for that. And I think the fear of death isn't really the fear of quite literally dying. It's the fear of leaving everything behind. Anyways, this is kind of sad. So we're going to get away from that. Don't worry. Um, so I wanted to talk about my religious views because everyone has very different religious views and I love to learn about everyone's different um, religion and beliefs because I think it's just so interesting the way we all have a certain thing to believe in. Um, so personally, my religious views are like very slim, almost to none. I was never taught to believe anything and I wasn't raised in a home that had a certain belief. Um, my dad was an atheist, he still is. And my mother, she had like a small belief in God, but she was definitely not serious in it at all. Um, I never focus my life on beliefs and I just live. I think it's kind of freeing almost to not have a religion. I like just living for myself and experiencing life as it is. And I know that could be offensive to most people who are religious, but sometimes I feel like people put their whole life um, into a religion and focus too much on it. And then it starts to get toxic. I do respect people with religious beliefs, though. I think it helps people cope and helps people understand life when it all gets too confusing. And I think we all get in touch with our religious side when we are grieving and trying to understand life. I know I do, and I'm barely religious. I think life is confusing, and I think people need somewhere to go immediately so they don't feel lost or empty. If people are respectful with their beliefs and don't harass others, I think being religious is safe and wonderful. For now, though, I do not have any beliefs, and I don't think I want any, but that could change as I get older, of course. Anyways, we are moving on to another question, um, which is also more of a deeper question that I feel like a lot of people talk about. Um, But basically, um, in your opinion, what is the most evil thing a person can do? This is a very deep question, 
I really want you to think about this if you're listening to me right now. Think about this. What is the most evil thing a person can do? What does evil mean, you know? I mean, obviously there's a lot of evil in this world. But personally, I think the most evil thing a person can do is take away a life that wasn't theirs. And it wasn't their choice in the first place. Um, I think people are really selfish and will do anything for themselves, or most people. Sorry, I'm like moving the mic. Oh my god. Um, murder is like this whole side to people. Like a sick and twisted action that I think only evil can withhold. And someone hates someone so much that they think they have the right to go and kill them. And they think they can go and decide on someone's fate just because they aren't happy with them. I think that's straight up horrible and extremely wrong. And I know most people would agree with me that murder is not okay. Um, I've definitely held hate and anger for many people in this world, but I could like never take away their lives. Just because they're horrible people does not give you a right to go and kill them. Just because you can't stand them does not mean you are doing a favor for the world. You aren't the only person at the end of the day. Everyone has their people and everyone has their place. It's just simply not your place to go and kill whoever you want to. You know, take Hitler, for example. He took power and killed millions of people, I mean Jewish people, just because he wanted to. Because one person with evil intentions wanted these people, good or bad, dead. I would never wish death on anyone. I don't know about you guys. (laughs) Um, But life is a gift and only life itself can take it back. So no one else has that control over anyone else. I don't believe they're... I mean, that's the worst thing in the world, I think. Murder. Um... We're moving on to another question. We're going to get a little romantic, even though I have no dating life whatsoever. Um, Do you believe in the existence of a soulmate or true love? Do you? Do you guys? Because this is like, I don't know, it's kind of complicated for me. I think in some cases, yes, people are made for each other. But like, I don't believe there's such a thing as a soulmate or true love. I'm sorry. I am. I'm literally bringing the mood down. Um, maybe that's just because of the life I've lived, but personally, I think all love can be destroyed. No matter how how sad that really sounds, um, people aren't perfect and, you know, we'll always make mistakes and we can be so deeply in love and the next minute we're fighting. Like, no couple will ever not have their up and downs and when I think of true love, I think of two people that work well together. Two people that are a system of happiness and power, but then again does the fighting and arguing make them a stronger more soul collected couple or does it break them down and wear them down over time you know I have a hard time believing that someone is out there perfect for you waiting for you and I think we find love on our own time and and once we find it it takes a lot to make it beautiful moving on um let's talk about what do we believe makes a successful life um Like, why? Like, are are you on this track to a successful life? Guys, think about this. Like, what really makes a life successful? I believe that if you have done what you feel you need to do to have worth on this earth, your personal worth, then you were successful. Like, if you've accomplished what you wanted to get done and loved who you needed to love in that time, you were successful. And if you wanted to inspire others and you did it, you lived a successful life. I don't think it's about what others think being successful is, whether that's making lots of money or having a stable home. I think you are successful if you did what you need to do to love and be proud of yourself. I do believe that I am on this track, personally, and I think I'm heading in the right direction. I think I really do have goals to inspire people and do something meaningful, and hopefully that'll lead me 
to being successful and happy, but who knows in the long run. Um, you know, next question is more of a personal question that I think it's super important to talk about. Emotions, feelings, crying, expressing yourself. How honest are you guys about your thoughts and feelings? Do you tend to shy away from others when they ask you questions or do you open up to them? Because it really just depends on who you are. And honestly, it could help your situation depending on if you do shy away or you open up. Um, if you know me personally, I'm very honest about my feelings. Um, I tend to be a very like emotional person who isn't afraid to express what I'm feeling. Sometimes it's hard for me when I want to be strong for others, but usually I just break down and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. Um, I tell the full story and I'm quite vulnerable in most situations. To me, I might as well say what I'm feeling when people want to listen. You know, I'm open, but only open to people I really trust. I do not open up easily unless I know they care for me and I care for them. Um, but other people, they open up really quickly and even if they barely trust them, they say, oh, I do trust them. They open up, they regret it. Some people don't though. You know, I've had many nights where like I'm feeling upset and I'll either cry in my room on my own and just lay in my bed. I'll do my coping mechanisms <laughs> and I do that a lot when I'm upset. Um, if someone decides to come talk to me, I usually talk, but sometimes I just lay there and listen to what they have to tell me. There's also been times where I can't hold things in and I admit that I need someone by coming to them and just opening up. Um, there was this one time that I got a text from my, um, my birth mother, who I wasn't talking to at the time, um, and she was telling me that she was coming to my school and I instantly went into a panic. Um, the other things she had texted me were crazy, but, you know, never scary. And when she texted me that, I felt like I couldn't do anything. And then my privacy had been invaded. So I just ran downstairs and I fell into my stepmom's arms. And I hugged her and I cried and she talked to me. I think it's just good that we all, you know, men, women, non-binary people, anybody, people in general, it's good to show your emotions because, like, if you don't, you'll never know that people care and want to hear what you have to say. If you don't show that you're sad, sometimes people really won't know you're sad. And as sad as that might be, how ironic, it's really true. Sometimes you really do have to express how you're feeling to somebody. I mean, no one's a sidekick, right? Like sometimes people, sometimes people can know when you're upset, but other times people won't know. And I think we really got to reach out to people more when we're sad, even if it's hard. I don't always like reaching out to people when I'm sad. Sometimes I just want to be with myself. And hey, if you do that, it's a-okay. Now, moving on, guys. Who or what, if anything, would you die for? Or like go to extreme measures for? Because this kind of question is kind of fun. Um, but it's also like a really hard one for me. And I'm sure it's a hard one for you guys too. Um, I think, you know... I've talked about this, dying and death, like, is literally my fear. So, to die, to go through my, like, biggest and most heartbreaking fear for someone would mean that they would have to be someone extremely special. You know, I don't want to sound greedy and selfish because I, I want my life. But at least, I mean, I guess dying would have a purpose and I would leave knowing that someone else will have a better life. It's hard to say, but, you know, like, I don't think I would die for anyone. I guess, I, I, I don't know. See, this is hard. I feel like I'd have to be put into the situation. I feel like I would do it if I had to. Um, 
I don't know. If I was pressed into the situation, I most likely, definitely would die for somebody. Um, I know I would die for my parents. I hope they know that too. I would die for my brother. I would die for like all of my sisters. And I would die for like all of my friends if I really needed to. Um, But I think on the outside looking into the situation, it's a really hard thing for me to think about. Now guys... I have another question for you. Is there anything you should have let go of a long time ago but are still holding on to? I think I need to let go of guilt. I still hold so much guilt every single day. Every single day I wake up, I have guilt. Still feeling like I did things wrong um, in certain situations that were from years ago. And, you know, I still feel like I let certain people down every single day, you know, when really, you know, I've grown so much as a person and I'm very, very strong now. And there's other people who have let me down and yet I don't even think about that anymore. I think it's just the way I am. Um, And I just let things linger in my mind and I don't get over anything. Um, So I probably should just try to let go. Of more in general. I think we all should. We're all just humans doing our thing. And I think that you know. You know when you need to let go. But you know what? If you need to, hold on for dear life. Honestly. It's not bad to hold on to things. I think there's this whole stigma of holding on. And when you hold on, you are foolish and you're immature and you are attached to something. And that makes you look weak. But it doesn't. You can hold on to something. Sometimes when there's a bad event in your life or even a good event, you just, you get attached because it's something that was so traumatic or something so impactful that you just can't forget it. And you know what? That's okay. You can hold on to that as long as you want because it's part of your life story and it's part of who you are and you don't need to let go of something that makes you you. Let's move on again. Now, I'm sure you have heard this question. If you really learn from your mistakes, why are you so afraid of making them? Now, I hated when people would ask me this, especially my parents. And I would be like, are you kidding? Are you kidding? Why am I afraid of making my mistakes? Because you know how your parents would always say, oh, you're learning from this one. Or, oh, you know, yep, you did that. But hey, this is a learning moment, a teaching moment. So if we really do learn from all of our mistakes that we make, why are we so afraid of making them? Why should we be afraid of something that's supposed to be good? And you know why? Because mistakes aren't good in the moment. You know, they usually hurt others and they cause problems. Um, Mistakes are obviously awful and uh, everybody knows that. But that's the reason we learn from them. Because how the mistake was so awful... We learn that we don't want to make that mistake ever again. And we can say we won't, but, you know, we will. We make mistakes even when we don't try to. We might repeat a mistake. You know, we don't try to make mistakes and that's why we learn. Because life leads us in that direction and we need to learn from the bad things we've done. Now, guys, in general, how how do you treat others? It can be strangers, it can be friends, it can be family, it can be yourself. 
are you are you polite or are you rude you know do you keep at a safe distance how close do you get to people how do you communicate because these are important things to realize about yourself just so that you know how you're really treating somebody you know um like does your treatment of them change depending on how well you know them really think about that one because I know that there's some people who I definitely treat better and I have a bias towards just because I know them better. And if they were put in a room with a stranger, I'm sure that I would pick them over the stranger in many circumstances, even when it's not the right thing to choose. I mean, in general, I always treat people politely and with respect, no matter if I don't really like them as a person. I think we all deserve to be treated politely in conversation and there's no point in being rude to someone, especially if they haven't done anything wrong. You know, the treatment doesn't really change depending on how well I know them. But, you know, I am more comfortable talking to someone I know. And obviously, like, I have trust with them already. When you meet a stranger, like, you don't trust them right away. And so you won't be as polite as you could be. And I think that applies in, like, most situations. Even when we try to be polite to strangers, I think we are a little bit cautious when we meet a stranger. And so that definitely brings down our politeness. Um... I have this story. Um, There was once a stranger who like came in to sit at a restaurant that my family and I were in and the waitress asked this woman if she needed two menus but like she said no and that she was on her own and the waitress ended up still giving her two menus and I thought that she looked hurt and I could definitely see that maybe she was having a bad day or like this wasn't the first bad thing that had happened. Um throughout this certain day so she looked upset and you know maybe I thought she was having a hard time maybe in a relationship and you know I wasn't really sure but like I knew compliments never hurt anyone so when my family got up to leave um and not going to lie I got very nervous like so nervous because I don't do this kind of stuff a lot I stopped by her table and I told her that she looked so pretty um keep in mind this was like an older woman Um, so I wasn't, like, hitting on some girl, I promise. (laughs) Um, but she looked confused, like, she didn't understand why I would tell her this. Um, but then she, like, smiled and thanked me, and she just looked so happy, and and it felt so good. And I had to tell her again, because she was, like, so dazed. Um, I think it really made her day. I hope so. And it made me so happy that I got to put a smile on someone's face, you know. I think everyone deserves kindness, even when you don't know them. And I was really proud of myself for doing that because I'm not the kind of person to just go up to somebody, like a stranger, and and give them a compliment. And I wish I was more bold um, to do that more because I feel like talking to strangers is probably one of the most interesting things to do. I've actually met a few strangers and honestly, it's just the coolest thing. I mean, we talk to strangers on the daily and I think it's so interesting. At my job, I actually, you know, have to talk to strangers um, almost literally every single day. And I think it's cool because I love to, like, see how people are dressed. Like, what are their outfits? What do they have on their fingers? Like, do they have rings? Do they have tattoos? It's so cool to just see all these different people and, and, you know, wonder what they're going through. I try to be so polite. Um, Speaking of work and being polite, me and my sister... And a co-worker, shout out to um, Liam, we decided to buy gift cards. Um, and we work at Tim Hortons, which, you know, what a great job. <laughs> Not all the time. Uh, 
but we basically decided that we were all gonna buy five dollar gift cards two of them each so i spent 10 bucks didn't really mind because that's not that much and it was right before the holidays so basically we decided that we were going to give it to random cars in the drive-thru um and so basically we would just talk and we'd be like oh my god is this person being nice to you on the headset and if we thought they were being kind enough to us like in the way they spoke we were like let's give them a gift card and i got to actually give out a few of them and just the reactions of people were so genuine you know it's so sweet the way you go from just seeing this stranger and you're just like it's all casual talk it's nothing long you can tell that both of you guys are just like at a normal kind of sense of emotion like nothing crazy and then you do something like that and you just see them light up and they're talking to you and they're all happy and you get to see a stranger in like a happy way and it's just it's so cool I don't know I'm kind of cheesy guys I'm sorry I but I love talking about life and love talking about like all the deep stuff that makes up who we are and how we live um and I'm sure you guys have things that you would love to talk about um that you know has stuff to do with life and you know think about these questions that I've asked today on this episode and um just reflect you don't have to write it down just reflect in your head like what are the answers to these really you know like how do you treat others you know like is there anything you should let go of a long time ago you know let me know think about it guys all right that's all for this episode thank you guys so much for listening along and thank you so much for all of the support that was madness with maddie and i will see you next episode bye oh my god and don't forget you matter all right bye